0: What's up everybody? It's Mikhail Casanova coming at you with another episode of Decked Up Steam Deck Podcast. This is episode I believe ten. And um a couple of things I want to talk about. There's been a lot of things over the last couple weeks to month and a half that have uh occurred that have I have taken notice of and I Don't, don't really like so much. But anyways, we're going to talk about that. Uh, the other topic of, am I a steam deck content creator? And there's a reason why I'm asking that question because it seems a lot of people think not, uh, so it's that. And then also I want to talk about dealing with creator drama, which is tying back into the main one. And also, uh, what I've been playing. Where you can uh, get some games for cheap. I know I did a video on that, and uh, yeah, yeah, we we're, we're gonna gonna have some fun. I'm gonna be speaking very off the cuff today because I I actually I was debating how to approach this because I want to approach this in the most tactful way I can without swearing because <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. For toward this uh many of you guys know and uh if you don't I'll, I'll go ahead and uh i'll read off something that i posted in my community tab because we're, we're gonna kick the show off with that first and foremost because i want to talk about this because this is the behind the scenes things that i think a lot of people don't really get to see or they're not aware of when it comes to like content creating Cause a lot of you, you'll see the final product. You don't see really what goes on in it or, or what goes into it, you know, unless like, you know, typically Patreon, but then there's also like the other side of it where you're dealing with the um, creators. <laughs> so I'm going to read this and I'm going to give a TLDR. Cause this is also going to be an audio version too. But anyway, so I made a post. And the post I made, so I said, so on this week's episode decked up, I'm cooking some creators and seemed a community trying to use me for connections to companies, for products and games and more. I didn't want to have to say anything, but it's been so ridiculous. I'm going to speak on it this week because they have to round and they're about to find out that I'm not the one. Mm -hmm. I've worked my ass off which I have Uh sacrifice heavily to be able to do what I do for a living. I'll be damned if some of these other steam deck creators and creators in general, not just steam deck creators. I want to clarify that down. now, creators in general as well. Uh, if they think they can, they can use me. This is why I don't do collaborations with other creators because of the circle jerk of using each other for growth and getting ahead mentality. The TLDR is a very heated with some
1: specific Steam Deck creators and content creators in general. Now, um, I'm not going to name names of who I have issues with. There's several Steam Deck creators I have issues with.
0: I'm not going to name names. But I will say who I don't have an issue with. And that person is Games Reveal. Love the guy. So, if any of you were wondering if I was if this was aimed at him or... No. I love Games Reveal. Brink. Awesome. No issues with him. Issues with some other Steam Deck creators. Now, to give context, a lot of you probably only know me because of my Steam Deck content. You may not know me for anything that I do outside of like the steam deck videos, you've seen tutorials and such. So I've been content creating for eight, almost nine years, right? I've been full time for about
1: five years or four, four, four and a half, almost five years. So I.
0: Work with, and this is not me tooting my own horn or blowing, you know, air up my butt or anything, hot air or anything. I've worked, I started from the bottom. The first podcast I did, because I, when I got into content creating, it was writing reviews for products and doing podcasting. I started doing podcasting with. Uh, A a, a friend of mine, uh, Cameron, and we started a podcast called uh, Tech, etc. And that was 2015, 2016. That's when we started doing that. So he moved to Texas, moved back to Texas. And
1: then it was uh, just me. What happened to my camera? So over a podcast. And with starting a podcast of a podcast, that allowed me to initially talk
0: about tech, gaming, et cetera. Kind of like I'm doing here with Decked Up. But then I started saying, hey, I want to deal with, uh, you know, a content creators and YouTubers I'm fans of. Let me reach out to them. So I started reaching out to other YouTubers, big and small, got folks on my podcast. And, you know, that allowed me to do a lot of things, right? I had to network with a lot of content creators. I got to see that a lot of content creators that I liked as a viewer, I don't like them
1: as a person because I get to see that behind the scenes part of them. So I shifted away from doing that, from interviewing and having
0: other content creators, YouTubers on the platform. I still occasionally do it. I'm very, very selective about it. So then I had, I shifted over to interviewing celebrities, voice actors, actors, you know, people in the gaming and tech industry, you know, directors. And that is what literally took my career of content creator, content creating to where I can do it professionally. So I've interviewed famous voice actors. I'm friends with a lot of famous voice actors, actors, uh, the creator of Halo, who's now at EA. You know, I've built my brand
1: and it took me years to build my brand. So, but I, I'm not talking about any, like, Steam Deck verified games or anything. Like,
0: I, I'm addressing this first, because this is, I, I'm going to get to that eventually. But I need to get this off my chest. So, anyways, I'm giving out a rundown. So, I, I, I was able to, to build my brand globally doing that. I was a prof- <laughs> professional interviewer. You know, I got to, no, no, you good. I got to go to various places. I got to speak at colleges, got to go to conventions, you know, and interview people, speak, do public speaking. I got to do all that. Then I got to work with the gaming industry in this, you know, with some game development. Stuff like when Capcom came out here to Hawaii, other companies came out here to Hawaii because Japanese companies come out here helping with the development of games that you guys are enjoying now that I helped years ago. Driving them around, helping with equipment, all the stuff, working with the voice actors, working with the development team, working with the audio team. I got to do all that. Right. Also, also got to do consultations, which is something else I do right? Consultations, journalism, podcasting, review, you know, reviewing video games. I work with every major gaming company out there. Review, I've reviewed every major game dropped this year. And I know a lot of you don't care. <laughs> the game reviews, you tell by analytics. It's neither here nor there, but I got to cover all that you had to do all that so the long and short of it i i created decked up as another podcast because i have two other podcasts i on. it's a total of four pack podcasts that i'm doing so the reason i'm giving you this this trip down memory lane is because i built a brand working full-time 17 or so hours a day six days a week in IT. And I built this brand, the Mikhail Casanova brand, which Mikhail Casanova is not my real name, but I built this brand. I built the brand of the Casanova podcast, built this brand of decked up Steam Deck podcast, you know, built up my third podcast, the best damn podcast show period. And then the one that I'm co-hosting with my wife, Lehula So I put in the work to build these brands, to make this happen. And one of the things that's been really annoying, and it's regardless of whatever content creator sphere that I've dealt with, there's always the people that want to be shifty. They want a quick access to something. They want to, when they see, like, in my instance, in the way I kind of want to put this is a lot of times when I deal with other content creators, when I come across other content creators, they don't think anything of me, right? Especially in the Steam Deck community. Uh, More often than not, they look down on me or they disregard me until they see who I'm connected to, what I get access to. Perfect examples of games that I have had access to well before anyone else. Persona 5 The Royal. Did you guys know I did the review of it for Steam Deck and Switch. I had it for a full month before anyone else could. Ghost of Tsushima for PS5. Uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. God of War. Ragnarok, right? God of War on Steam. I'm throwing these out there not to flex, but because I am also a journalist, a games journalist, a tech journalist, aka a reviewer. I have access to this stuff well before anyone else does because I'm part of, you know, media. I built my brand. I worked hard to get to that. So over the last couple of weeks to a month and a half, with me dealing with other Steam Deck creators, like I said, many of them, you know, have, for all intents and purposes, disregard whatever you do to do. I don't care. But then, when they start paying attention to what I have, and now they want to curate the games and all this, fine. I'm not trying, you know, if someone wants help or they need help, I'm more than willing to help anyone within reason when it comes to this field. Because I've been doing this for so long. Right? To a point where I don't hardly ever have to ask for like anything. It's just like, hey, I'm asked if I can cover it, if I have time to. So as you guys have seen on my community tab here on YouTube, and if you follow me on other social media platforms or if you're in my Discord, I showcase or I can tease when I'm allowed to with an embargo right, you know, the, the realm of embargo. When I'm allowed to tease that I'm covering something. So, lately I've had a lot of Steam Deck creators and other co- creators too as well, but Primarily we're focusing on steam Deck creators that have been very weird to me when I'm teasing that I have something because that's within the realm of the embargo. Then I'm asked when or, or, or no, I'm asked like, how, how do I have that? How can they get that? Now I don't, mine answering those questions and I do the problem comes when it's constantly asking you or in this case me to help you and as you guys watch my content you cross pollinate to other people's shows to other people's channels And I'm not the biggest steam deck creator. I'm not the biggest YouTuber. This is not my main outlet. It's one of many outlets that I have, but it's interesting to me when I see those with more subscribers than I have. Here on YouTube, I'm talking double, triple, quadruple, <laughs> quintuple more than I do. Those who have more followers on Twitter and brag about
1: it, those who have more followers on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and then they don't know how to work with companies. They don't know who to talk to. But when it came to me, they looked down on me or they just disregarded me. And it's like, it's interesting. I appreciate that. Omar. You know, but I'm, I I don't
0: even, I'm just, I'm just a guy out here creating. I create content because it's my career and it's what I love. You've known me for years. You know, how I am as I want everybody to do well. I want everybody to be able to eat and be successful. So when it comes to a point when these other steam deck creators, they, they see that I'm able to do this. I'm able to do that. Or I got, as you guys know, I'm partnered with Acer and, uh, a, well, AKA, uh, you know, what's up, Steam Deck Review and Tips? How you doing? Um, what's it, uh, Predator Gaming, right? Partnered with Neat Microphones, Rocket, Turtle Beach, part of creator programs, you know, for various companies. And I'm getting stuff and then folks decide that they want to constantly. The only time they interact with me is to get something for free. They want a connection. They want me to help them with something. Or here's another case of a scenario of people coming in my DMs, other creators coming in my DMs to ask me to like and reshare or retweet or, you know, their content. But then I look at this because look, like I said earlier, I'm willing to help anyone, but when I go and I look and I see, I post on Twitter, right? I post the videos that I'm working on. I post the reviews I've written from my website. I post a lot of things. And none of these other creators hardly, if ever
1: like share or retweet anything at all. But they will go in my TMS and ask me to do that for them. They don't even talk to me. But what asked me to do that? And it's the same thing with asking for
0: like connections to companies. I put out, okay, so I have a lot of connections to a lot of companies. Almost every major gaming company I'm connected to is by way of being press, by being media. And so it's interesting when a company that I previously had a relationship. I kind of, I do have a relation. Like I used to have a direct connection with specific game company. Ben, I know. For example, I had a direct connection with them. Uh, Demetri Clinton. That was who I was cool with. He was the head PR guy. I interviewed him on the main podcast years ago. And I was working with Ben and Namco one-to-one covering all their stuff. 2018. 2021 now for those of you who don't know how the gaming tech industry works when it comes to PR people PR people rotate in constantly it's a revolving door but what you have to understand is they revolve usually to higher positions right and in this case I didn't know who took over his place and one of my other friends who's a content creator, you know, she told me this is who handles this. And so instead of having her do a handshake handoff, and if you don't know what that is, I'll explain that in shortly. A handshake handoff is basically if you're connected with a company, you'll do an email or a DM and you'll. Reach out to the person, talk to them for a little bit, and introduce the other creator who you can vouch for, who you know, and say, Hey, y'all should probably, you know, it'd be cool if you guys work together. And this is such and such, you know, this is what they do, and then let it take over from there and you step out of the way. But when you do these handshake handoffs, you have to be able to vouch for the people that are doing it, right? I've had people do that for me. You know, and I'll shout out to folks that have done it for me. Um, uh, Whatchamacallit. Uh, uh, Steve from Good Vibes Gaming. You know, a friend of, friend of mine's friend of the channel. Uh, gaming chick, Power Love Amy. She's done that for me. I've had, you know, history behind the war. So many people do that for me, right? And I do that for other people, too. So that's the handshake, handshake handoff. And if you don't want to do that way, then you would reach out. Right? you can either reach out via email or you can reach out via tweet, you know, like your tweet. So I reached out to a company, right? Well, I reached out to the, the PR person for Vanity napco and that was me reaching out to them, explain what, and when you reach out, you explain who you are, right? What you do and go from there. That's protocol. So I reached out to the lady that's covering PR, the head PR person. She DMs me, you know, and we go from there. Now, one thing that I see that a lot of creators do, and if there's any creators watching this, this is something you don't do. You do not hop on somebody else's tweet or anything where they're promoting themselves
1: to promote yourself. Now There was a thread, you know, with, with me,
0: talking to the PR lady and then other people were hopping in and trying to communicate with her under my tweet
1: to promote themselves. You do not do that. Professional courtesy. You don't do that.
0: That's like, I don't know how many of you have been to a club, like a nightclub. I don't know how many of you have gone to bars. But here's the thing. I used to be a club promoter. Now, you know, when I was in college, junior, senior year, I was a club promoter, right? I was also uh, an MC
1: and was a radio personality for 104.3, right? So when
0: I was doing stuff, for Zanzibar Zanzibar that used to be the big nightclub out here. Or when I did stuff for play bar, Waikiki or I did stuff for, for level four nightclub or, uh, tropics or any of these clubs. Cause you know, I used to float around to different clubs to promote one thing I used to see other promoters do. And it's a no, no would be to go in the club that I'm doing the promotions for To promote their
1: fucking event. Don't do that. Sorry for swear. You don't do that. You don't do
0: that period. The correct way would be to send your own tweet, your own email, your own, however you want to connect to these people. You don't hop on somebody else's. That's incredible. That's hella disrespect. That is grimy. That's not how you do business. So a lot of folks, creators, Steamnet creators, and more did that on that tweet. I deleted the tweet because it really upset me. Cause you don't do that. And I see that all these other creators, they did reach out to the person, whether or not that person uh, responded to them. I don't care. I don't care at all. But I also want to say, I'm not trying to gatekeep or keep anyone from connecting with this industry. Because when it comes to working with companies to get products games, whatever, it may seem like there's like not enough. There is a whole bunch to go around. There's, there's, there's no limit to it. What do you guys think you'll see me have like, I'll make a post and I've got switch version, a PlayStation version. I got an Xbox version, a steam version of a game, or I am doing this or that or whatever, because there's no lack there's so much opportunity, but so many people don't understand the etiquette. And I understand a lot of the people that are starting to do Steam Deck content that have popped up within the last several months, the last six months, last nine months, the last year, last year and a half that have rode this wave for Steam Deck content have not done content on a bigger level than what they are now before. And I congratulate, I salute you guys. Do it. Because that's great. It's great to see people succeed. I want folks to succeed,
1: but you don't succeed by using me. What's up? What's up, everybody in the chat? How y'all doing? Big Mike, I I've done this so long. I've been doing this for so long.
0: And I've seen it. It's different faces, the same approaches. And I I don't get it. You don't have to
1: finesse or use folks to. Get ahead. You don't need to step on people. And my thing, I've even had folks. (laughs) It's just. I don't care how many subscribers somebody has.
0: I don't care how many Twitter followers.
1: And you know why I don't care about subscriber count and Twitter followers? You can buy that shit. You can buy that. When I used to work in the music industry, which is something else,
0: that's a lot of things I've done. When I used to work in the music industry, and I worked with the PR teams, when they're trying to push a talent, they'll buy followers, engagement, and all that other stuff. Right? That's a PR tactic. My background is in marketing and PR. Right? I understand that aspect of it. You can organically grow your organic growth. If it's not, you're not hopping on something like trending, will be slower. But you know, I said, I don't care how many subscribers you have. I don't care how many followers you have. What I do care about is when I'm conducting business for my brand, for my business, what I do that puts food on the table for my family. I care when somebody else feels that they can just jump on my back to take from what I have. That is what I have an issue with. For many people who are wondering why I don't collaborate with creators, other creators, it is because I have dealt with X level of fuckery for the last Seven or so years with other creators from various fields. If I'm being
1: completely honest, I don't really like dealing with other content creators at all, at all. Like if you look at my main podcast, the Casanova podcast, again,
0: number one podcast in Hawaii. When it comes to dealing with celebrities the game industry all that you know these people be chill it's only when i have to deal with other content creators that there's this ego there's this mentality you know this circle jerk mentality
1: like i i, I don't get it i don't get it you know people want to be the authority. And there's a lot of folks I'm
0: seeing a lot of people that want to be the authority when it comes to this, to making steam Deck content, they want to be authority of who people go to when it comes to steam deck. There's a lot, there's a lot out there. Great. People need choices. They need diversity. That's great. But don't use me. Don't make the only time you speak to me is when you want something. Don't make the only time you speak to me
1: is when you want a connection to a company because you know I'm connected. That. Pisses me off. just, I don't like that. I just don't like that. I've done this for too long. And I get it. New faces popping up because let's be honest.
0: The steam deck is the biggest thing to happen in gaming since the switch. And the group of folks that blew up with the switch. Player Essence, RGT-85,
1: Dreamcast Guy, Spawn Wave, uh, Beat 'em Up Woods, and more. I knew them. I ran in that circle. I was friends with most of them. And then you had all the Splinter drama that happened. And folks just went their own way. But that was a product that allowed
0: people to blow up, grow to the point where that became their career. The steam deck is now the next iteration
1: of that where you can build a career. And I get it grow the
0: people that have popped up in the last couple months to a year that have been blowing up by making content, making websites, making all this stuff for people who are new to using the steam deck and Linux and PC gaming as a whole. Awesome. But don't use other people to get ahead. Don't use other people to get codes, to get connections, don't be dick
1: writing on a post that I make for your own growth. So. Just yeah. I, that that frustrates me. You know, I've, I've had to deal with in last couple of weeks, plus getting pissed off at me. Cause I unfollowed him when I didn't like, okay, you're mad. Like, <laughs> like, how are you going to get mad at me when you didn't even follow me? You know, this, you know, and I've even had folks come on the podcast,
0: this particular podcast and not really even want to be on the show. And I'm like, I'm not having you on the show just for me. I'm having you on the show because I did a poll to ask my audience who they wanted to have on the show. You came up, right? You came up as someone
1: who wanted to <laughs> who they wanted to see. And then you don't even want to
0: be here. And I'm the one that has to deal with my audience and some of my peers who have checked out the episode saying, damn, they
1: really didn't want to be here. Man, that makes you look bad. I'm like, yeah, it does. I mean, to told me I can have David Hader, the voice of solid snake. Mel
0: Metal Gear Solid, I can have Richard Epcar, who has done the most male voice acting in the U.S., in, in, in English voice acting, right? I can have Dorothy Fawn, Griffin Burns, all these other celebrities come on. I can have the guy who created Halo. I can have the head PR, formerly of Capcom, now head PR of Razor. I can have <laughs> my friend... Doug from Limited Run Games, co-owner of the company. Come on here. Be chill. Be cool.
1: But I get some Steam Deck creators. They come on and don't want to be here. Okay. Okay. I'll say this. Yeah, Chris, I, I definitely want to
0: talk, talk about that. And so bro, I'll come back to your question in a minute. But I want to talk about that.
1: When did we get to this point where if someone unfollows you, that's a personal attack. When did we get to that point? When did we get there? At the times, I don't even know if people unfollow me. And then half the other, and then I don't
0: even care because my thing is, if you don't talk to me, why should
1: I care if you unfollow me? I shouldn't. I don't talk to a lot of people throughout the day. There's
0: maybe one person I consistently talk to every single day. And that is Game and Chick, AKA Amy, Power Love Amy. I talk to her every single day. Every single day. That's my best friend. I talk to my sister in New York every single day. I don't really talk to other content creators. Again, because I don't really like dealing with other content creators. But yeah. Uh, now we get mad about people unfollowing following us. We, we get triggered weird. And then after that,
1: in my DMs asking me to reshare some, they worked hard on. Okay, fine. Soliciting. So you can grow. Okay. Weird flex, but I got you. I don't get it. I don't get it, man.
0: Yeah, Twitter automatically will. If you don't interact with a certain person, they'll unfollow you. In my case, I don't unfollow anyone actively. If y'all are curious as to what I do, I meet people. <laughs> and I'm being completely honest. I meet people on Twitter all the time. I meet people on Facebook. I meet people on Instagram because the only people I'm really trying to keep up with is PR for for game companies and tech companies because I really don't care about what people think because people on Twitter and social media in general they they always want to like regurgitate what they think what they feel how they're feeling I don't care how you feel I don't care what you think I'm being completely honest I could care less. The only things I care about my family, their well-being that they're taken care of and fed and, and and happy, and being able to take care of uh my business because it puts food on the table, so I mute people you know I see it just like all the people getting up in arms about. Is Twitter dying? You know, like I had people come at me. Oh, you got the blue check mark on Twitter. (laughs) Ha ha. You paid $8 for a check mark. Okay. I paid $8. Motherfucker. I had Twitter blue for how long since the damn thing came out. And now I get a check mark. Cool. I also get 1080p uploading a video. I also get to post longer videos, longer than two minutes and 20 seconds. I also get, reader mode i also get a bunch of other
1: things and because i got a check mark y'all want to clown me
0: and, and and make these these memes like haha this mfr this mfr made he paid eight dollars for his check mark you know they're not actually verified
1: i don't care I don't care about Elon Musk. I don't care about none of that. At all. I'm only on social media because I have to be
0: for my work. Other than that, I'm in Hawaii. I don't care about all this other stuff.
1: I go on here for work. I'm not on social media to make friends. I don't care about all that. Are people having meltdowns?
0: I, I'm at a point now where I. Social media. Look, I. Me going on for the little rant. Y- y'all keep talking. Y'all do, do your stuff. I, I don't care. But social media has gotten me to a point where I just I don't care about it because it it used to be fun 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yes. I'm aging myself 10, 15 years ago. I love social media. I love connecting and networking with people. I, I, I miss the Facebook days. I miss the forum days. I miss the aim days. I miss those days. But now you share an opinion and if it ain't the right opinion, you get canceled. You say something off cuff, someone don't like it. You get canceled. Like, it, it's, you know, it, it's so much group think. I'm, a, I'm an individual. I think for myself. I do for myself. I'm not a collective. I'm not a collectivist. And all social media does is it gives me more insights on people than I care to ever know. I don't need to know all this stuff about people.
1: I don't want to know all this about people, people that I'm probably never going to (sighs) meet. I'm just, and it's tiring. I'm tired of it.
0: It's like, you know, and it's like the whole thing. I'll keep it a buck 50. I keep, I'll stay on it. So, social media is what blew up that whole situation between JSOX and Funalot, which created all that drama. Because the Steam Deck creator decided to go and, and, and make a whole thing about that. And then, by proxy, my ass got dragged into that. And I didn't appreciate that. And then the, the the correspondence was, "Oh, I, I I'm new. You know, I, I didn't expect this to happen. I'm new to this. I'm new to journalism. Well, here's the tip: as someone who's been a journalist who went
1: to school for journalism, journalistic accountability. Yeah, also known as." In hood terms, don't start none, won't be nothing.
0: Because the whole funnel, I think, is so ridiculous because how many, how many companies are making that exact same design at this point? Now I'm over here. Now I'm mad. I'm further mad as more details have come out since that whole incident happened. I missed out on collecting a bag. I
1: missed out on getting paid. food off my table you know what i mean i'm not like
0: you know i'm not like these other content creators out here these are the scene deck creators I know a lot of folks may want me to do all the technical stuff and I can do all that because I am a technical person, but here's the thing. When I look at my analytics, when I do stuff that's super technical, guess what? People don't watch that. I don't have the audience for that. I'm not a digital, you know, I'm not a digital foundry. I'm not trying to be that. If I'm being completely honest, if I'm really trying to compare the content that I do to anyone else, I'm like Flossie Carter. Shout out to him. Keeps it simple. He keeps it real. That's kind of the the way I'm going, and I'm not trying to say I'm doing that because I'm black or because I'm Samoan or Hawaiian. I'm saying that's the style that for me because I don't have a lot of time throughout the day. Like, well, so these decided to, to die anyway. They can filter sound. Um, because I don't have a lot of time today. I don't have a lot of time to re- really be. Doing all the the digital foundry, the you know cinematic uh, camera angles and all that. If I can get like a studio to do that, if I can get a crew to do that, yeah, I'm a one man team, and I'm doing this while taking care of a, a toddler who ain't even two yet, all throughout the day, and I've got to cover games, I got to cover tech. I gotta do podcasts. I'm I gotta go on people's podcasts. I gotta do speaking engagements. I gotta do all this other stuff. So I don't have a lot of time. So I don't know. Last thing I want to say about that. Anyway, uh, last thing I want to say about this whole thing when it comes to other content creators, especially the Steam Deck ones. Look, if you want to work with companies, you want the blueprint of how to do it. Look up the podcast, cast of podcast episode I did with Tar Bruno. If you don't know who she is, you. If you don't know who that is, I don't know what to tell you. Absolute legend in, in in the game. But I did a podcast with her. Gave the blueprint of exactly what to do. Or if you you're more into watching other content creators. Uh my friend uh ACG Gar- uh, Carrick from ACG good friend of mine did a podcast with him gave the blueprint. I've been given the blueprint on the Casanova podcast for creators of how to do this for five
1: fucking years. I interview the industry. I, the, everything is right there for five years. Not just for like content creating for YouTube, even for people who want
0: to get into doing stuff with Hollywood. The last episode of the cast of a podcast I did was with Ashley Miller, Ashley Edward Miller, the guy who created Dota. Uh, dragon's blood that was trending on Netflix. That's a friend of mine. So if you want to know, and not only did he do that, he did Thor. He wrote Thor, the first Thor movie, uh, X-Men first class and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you want to know how to get it to writing and all this other stuff, go, go check that out. I'm putting out these gems. If you're not picking them up, cool. But, th- but the, the info is there. But trying to just slink up to me, be cool with me, just so you can get some for yourself out of it to use me. And then like, no F Mikkel. Let me go ask him to retweet and reshare myself, but I'm never going to do anything for him. Let me ask him if I can get a connection to this company. Let me ask him if I can get this. Let me ask him if I can get this, this and that. Let me do all that, but I'm never going to do anything for him. I'm never going to connect with him. I'm never going to help. I'm never going to scratch his back. I'm just going to try and screw him over and constantly ask because that's what a lot of these fucking steam deck creators have been doing to me for the last month and a half. Because initially look down on me like I'm a nobody. Then find out who I'm connected to. Then they decide, "Oh yeah, let me let, let me get up in there and and use him because I got more followers than he does on Twitter. I got more f- subscribers than he does. Let me use him." And if you think I'm bullshitting, look at my channel here. Go
1: to the videos tab, go to the playlist, look at everything I've covered. Been doing this for years. Go to my website. Don't believe me? You don't believe me. Let's uh let's pull up the website. Let me pull up the website. Yeah, I, I feel some kind of way about this. Google up this website. I definitely feel some kind of way about this. Share. So screen share. All right. This is my website. Y'all want to know. Let's see. How should I do it? Should I do it like this? Do it like that?
0: Uh, we'll, We'll do it like this. You're curious.
1: Who I've interviewed. Here's a portfolio of my work. Anybody who thinks that I'm not serious. High tech, you good. You're not, you're not one of the ones I'm talking about. Things and people over the years. That's just a sample of it. Stuff I've reviewed over the years. Or over the months rather. And years. Got catalogs of it. I think we can go
0: all the way back to 2016 when I was reviewing
1: (laughs) eyeglasses, Breath of the Wild, all that stuff. You know? We go to the podcast section. And you can see folks I've interviewed industry people, creative people, other content creators, president
0: and vice president of neat microphones. The people in case you don't know who Skipper wise is Skipper wise and David Ingress, they were the original creators of the blue Yeti. And blue microphones, they created blue microphones, sold it off, and decided it sold off to to Logitech. And they decided to make a new microphone company called Neat Microphones,
1: who sponsor my content, who provide me all of my microphones I use. You can see countless, countless folks. One of my best friends,
0: Gerald C. Rivers, the voice of of, um, M. Bison. Folks from Virtue Fighter. Other content creators. This motherfucker right here who unfollowed me and then all of a sudden got an issue with me. Yeah, that guy. All these other folks, right?
1: One of my best friends, History Behind the Warrior. All kinds of folks. Over the years, Big Cheese of, uh, KIT of Nappy Boy Gaming
0: got to to speak to to T Pain and whatnot the Nappy Boy Gaming group. Matt McMuscles, Griffin Burns, you know, the guy who does all the the tinkering and creative stuff with NVIDIA, uh, Gerardo. De- Uh, Delgado, good, good, uh, good person. I'm cool with. ACG, that's the episode I'm talking about. Go check that one out. I am Brandon. For those who are streamers and you know who he is. Yeah, I've had I've had several guests on follow.
1: This dude, uh, him, Husky by the Geek, yeah. This one right here,
0: if you're a creator, go listen to this podcast Tar Bruno. When This is back when I was partnering with StreamYard. Dana Benz talked to her about StreamYard as a platform. I was one of the first creators to ever use it. If y'all are drinkers, uh, Voodoo Ranger, have them on the podcast, have them sponsoring it. The creator of the recent uh, Battletoads. AJ Grant Scrutton from Delala Studios, his studio, had him on, had a lot of folks. On. Man, I've Again, not trying to flex at
1: all, but do y'all see what I mean? I've been doing this for years. I worked hard. And honestly,
0: from the podcast to the connections to the game industry and all these other entries, i I put in the work. I did the work. I put my nose to the ground. I didn't use people. I didn't just hit up people like, Hey, who's the contact for this? I Googled, I looked, I paid attention. That's the thing I don't really do on Twitter. I see a lot of people always like posting their opinions, how they feel, their outrage, all this other bullshit that doesn't really matter. I'm over here paying attention to who does what because the people who make the moves aren't the loudest folks in the room.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. Again, for years, I've been doing this. I put in into work. I knew I, I did not use anyone.
0: And I don't appreciate when folks try to use me. You can have X amount of subscribers on YouTube more than me. But what I've found in dealing with all these <laughs> other Steam Deck creators, none of them have the connections. They don't know who to talk to. Maybe for indie games. Not for AAA. I mean... How many of y'all have direct connections, direct line-ins to Sony for PlayStation, Uh, for PlayStation 5? Got my review unit from launch. I haven't paid for a PlayStation 5 first party game in years. They hit me up. I'm part of the PlayStation partner program. Same thing with Xbox. I'm one of the Xbox ambassadors and part of the Xbox partner program. Nintendo, they're kind of finicky, but I have worked with them. So it's just interesting. When I get treated a certain way by these Steam Deck creators, to think I'm a nobody because they got bigger followings than me. That's interesting to me. It's very interesting. Okay, cool. I built this castle and this brand on my own. I didn't have no help. I'm not circle jerking and running. I'm not in any clicks. I'm not in any clicks
1: whatsoever. Solo act. Anyways. Do the work.
0: Information is out there. If you got a phone you have all the access to the information you need. If you have a question about some, Google it,
1: because it's all there. Everything you need to know is there. <laughs> you know that that's 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 where I wanted to talk about. That. Um,
0: other thing. So, am I Steam Deck creator? The reason I wanted to bring that up
1: is, um. A lot of companies seem to think I'm not. Case in point being D brand. I'm not a scene back content creator to them, even
0: though I am. I'm a tech and gaming content creator for YouTube. But to D brand, I'm not. Uh there's this other company that makes uh I forgot this this LED panel. It's like two hundred dollars to them. I'm not a content creator for like Steam Deck stuff. I've even had companies that bank Steam Deck specific stuff not want to talk to me or, or work with me or reach out to me because or or consider me for something because I'm not a Steam Deck content creator. Even though I've been covering the Steam Deck since the thing was first announced. Even though I have tutorials, playlists, views, impressions, news updates, doesn't matter. I'm not a Steam Deck creator.
1: Even got a podcast dedicated to steam deck. I'm not a steam deck creator. Even some other
0: steam Deck content creators, because I don't delve into like the deep, deep, deep technical in of the steam deck and Linux gaming. I'm not a steam deck creator. I've been using
1: Linux for years. What are you talking about? That's interesting. It's interesting. That's fine. D brand. If you don't want to work with me, fine. Well, you know what, but you know, you know high tech, it, it's just,
0: I don't know. It's just, this is stuff like, and I've reached out and I've shared stuff with companies or I've had companies talk to me and it just comes back. To, oh, you're not a Steam Deck content creator. Okay, cool. Whatever. That's how you feel. Whatever deeper in. The shit, <laughs> your fucking kill switch has uh,
1: ruined the fan in my Steam Deck. I've got to replace it. Anyways, um, yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's wild, but, and this is the other side. This is the, this is the side of this, of this content creating sphere that I don't care for, um, at all. I've dealt with it for years. Just, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. You know what's interesting too is um, I want to talk about the journey when it comes to being a creator. Uh, A lot of people may not even know this. Like the difficulty is of trying to make content.
1: Trying to make relevant content because we're at a point now but like
0: Say why? Why don't I make a second channel and cover Steam Deck specific content? I've never needed to. I've never had to make a sec, second channel to, to to do that with any to work with any company. Because okay, here's my logic. And again, this is not to be arrogant, but if I can work with Sony and PlayStation, right? If I can work with and partner with Acer, ASUS, Razer all these companies that are bigger than D brand. They're bigger than any of these steam deck third party accessory making companies. Why do I need to make a separate channel? What now? Granted, granted there are benefits to making a separate channel because maybe I will have an audience that wants to check out something else that I'm doing. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But, I'm not, I'll say this. Um, I'm not making, I'm not catering my content to the people who are already here. So if you want to dive into the business aspect of content creating, especially when it comes to YouTube or, you know, websites, podcasting or anything like that. And this is something that a lot of people don't like hearing, but it's the truth. When you're looking at the, the business aspect of it, Um, you do not want to brand yourself as one thing because you're gonna be stuck. Case in point, I saw my wife the other day about uh the anime man, because we were both into anime manga. He hates the fact that he wishes he didn't name himself the anime man because he's kinda stuck with it and he wants to do other things. Uh, case in point also, think about all these channels, they're switch channels what happens when Nintendo makes another platform or the successor to the switch? And it's not a switch. Then they're going to have to rebrand. So you want to create a brand tree, like a, like a tree, your main brand and everything else can fall under. It's under Mikhail Casanova, which is my, my brand, my LLC and everything like that. I've got decked up podcasts, I've got um, Casanova podcast. I've got everything else that I do. You no, know, it's all under one tree. And yeah, you can rebrand. But you're going to put yourself in a box like Chris Lewis says, you're going to put yourself in a box. It's, it's not when you, when you're doing this on a professional level and this is your living and you're making money off of this, you want, which again, this goes back to the podcast I did. If you haven't checked it out, check out the one I did with podcast, the one I did with Tara Bruno and also the one that I did with, uh, uh, Andrew Alliance, shout out to Andrew Alliance. Um, we did. We've done several podcasts. Him on mine, me on his. The one he does on um on uh, Twitter as well. We've had this conversation many times too, as well as ACG brandability. Because if you <laughs> you just name yourself one thing, you are going to miss out on so many opportunities. And it's just, that's looking at it from the business. Now, if you just, if this is a hobby and it eventually turns into a career and you eventually decide down the road, you want to rebrand, fine. But, you know, when this is your business, you kind of, you don't want to, you don't want to just be stuck to that because if the company changes the product and it becomes something else, yeah, you can rebrand. But here's the thing. What happens when you're in a search, search algorithm, right? Or, better yet, let's say Steam Deck. The next thing is not Steam Deck. They decide to name it something else. But you have branded yourself as Steam Deck. Now, the algorithm, when you rebrand, you're going to have to get yourself back into that algorithm. And that's going to be something a lot of people are probably not going to, they're going to have a lot of difficulty with that's going to be a pain that's going to be a big pain to to have to deal with cuz you got to get back into the algorithm and one thing about dealing with the algorithm especially when it comes to youtube uh you if you are in it you can go to your analytics in youtube studio and you can see what people are watching And honestly, it tells you what content you need to make. This goes, and this is kind of a, this is a bitter
1: pill to swallow in many ways. But YouTube and content creating
0: is not about making content that you really care about. If you're trying to make money, if you're trying to make this as a living, you have to make content that people are searching for. You have to make content that people want to watch. Not what you want to, unless what you want to make laps over with what people want to see, then that's it. But for the most part, it's not about making content you want. It's about making content that people want to see. People are searching for. Why do you think people, political channels blow up because people are always search in politics. And you can hop in whatever spectrum of that you want to, and you can do well for the most part. Same thing with gaming. Unless you want to stay in that pocket and you can't do anything else. But this is for me, I just do too much stuff to really just be locked down under one thing. That's why this podcast is decked up. Even though we haven't really talked much about the actual product, talked about other aspects around it on this podcast today. But, you know, this is decked up. Castanova Podcast, that's for my interviews. That's the one and ones That's for the educational stuff. Uh, the Best Damn Podcast Show, period, which is a uh, – I named it that because I used to watch in the early 2000s. The Best Damn Podcast Show, period. Uh, Best Damn Sports Show, period. And I love that show. So I just, you know, play, play words. And that one, I, I get to cut loose, talk more freely, be more raw. You know? got Paul, podcast of carl Worlds. it's the one i co-host that with my wife and in that show we talk about anime manga we bring in voice actors we bring in people who you know work on anime and all that other stuff but all that stuff is under the branding you know that's the tree of mikhail casanova and all the branding that goes under that Yo, know, the Best Damn Sports Show was amazing. I that was man. I used to love that show, and and that was the inspiration for like for that that the podcast show. It's just I I wanted to bring that energy because I loved that show as a kid. But yeah, like you you want to you you have to understand branding. Like when you you're really trying to like it's easy to to make something like tell yourself steam deck this steam deck that whatever that's cool, but you're also going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. Uh, Another example would be like um, when people say, Oh, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Now I'm going to say this and y'all can take it how you want to, but you know how much of a negative connotation it, there is with the term I'm a YouTuber or I'm a streamer. or I'm a Twitch streamer. You know, there's so much negative because people write that off as you're just playing on the internet. Better terminology would be, I'm a content creator. That right there, you drop that in a conversation, people are like, hey, what what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a content creator.
1: What's that? You know. Or, if you say, "Oh, I'm a YouTuber," oh,
0: oh, you do a YouTube thing. Sometimes, even if you approach companies, oh yeah, I I hate the t- I hate the term. Chris, trust me, I hate the term influencer because the term influencer is so BS. Because all we're
1: everybody's influencing something. It's just better. Like, it, it's it's. It's a terrible term, but
0: if you got a big enough reach, you are an influencer. You can go under that. So you can be like a social, the correct what is the correct terminology, social media influencer. I hate that term, but Hey, if you can do it, it works. But yeah. Um, you know, that's my advice to anyone who's, who con- I know we got content creators in here. Yeah, definitely. Um, Switch up, like, especially if you reach out to companies or you're trying to work with companies or brands and get to a point where you can do, you can get a product and you get this product, you can get paid off of it.
1: Um, as an example, I haven't announced this,
0: (laughs) I haven't announced this yet. Um, because you're going to start seeing this pop up on videos and I'm just going to say this because, uh, I I don't want anyone to be surprised, but I've already got a video that's going to be coming out. And the video is going to be popping up. It's going to run the, the campaign is going to run the majority of this month. Probably might even run into next month. But I partnered with uh Ugreen. I think if many of you have followed me on uh Twitter, you've seen I posted about getting a bunch of Ugreen power strips and power blocks and all this other stuff. I think they, they sent me like a USB C hub doc or something like that. So um they're sponsoring content for the channel for the, for, I want to say from like the 15th to the end of the month, right? So I'm getting paid.
1: I'm going to, I'm getting paid to put that in my videos. When, when you do this as a business, man, I'm, I'm, I'm talking over here,
0: <laughs> we have a conversation over here when you do this as a business and you want to get to the point where you can start like a company. Now I want to say this for as an example for any of the people here in, you know, in the stream that are watching right now, if, uh, if you are doing steam deck critic content, how many of you, I would like to know how many of you that are watching right now or listening, how many of you have had, these companies reach out to you. No name, not big companies, but they're making products for steam Deck. How many of you have had them email you? I'd like to know how many. Show of hands or comments, however you want to do it. <laughs> and yeah, going back to, uh, let me, let me, uh, pull up. Chris Lowe says, plus content creator doesn't, uh, don't just exist on YouTube, right? It's universal. You can be a content content creator is such a positive thing because literally anyone can do it. It could be anything because literally everyone makes content. And so you're not stuck under one brand. All right. High tech little life. You say quite a few, mostly for docs, uh, Steam Deck review and tips. Okay, so.
1: So, let me give y'all some advice. You can make money. And I'm talking. A couple hundred. To a stack being a
0: grand or more with these companies that are reaching out to you to cover these products for Steam Deck, especially now during this upcoming holiday season when these companies reach out to you and and I'm I'm giving advice because I like I said I want I want you to succeed Everyone can make money. Everyone can eat. Let me turn on these lights. It's getting loud and my kids making noise.
1: (laughs) Let me, let me turn on these lights. Anyways. Um, when these companies reach out to you to review a doc,
0: now granted you guys know, just like I know if it's not, a J socks doc at this point, because a lot of these other companies are coming so late to the game. Nobody cares. Unless they're trying to find something on the cheap, nobody's really trying to get anything outside of either official doc or the J socks. However, when these company like I got a doc that came in today, right? If a company wants to how you cover their doc or whatever accessory. And you know, you can get a certain level of viewership and you know, like your monthly metrics, whatever. You can ask them, do you want a paid promotion, which is a 30 to 60 second ad? Or do you want there to be
1: a review. Now, when you ask that question,
0: these companies are basically going to be like, they're going to try and shoot for the review. They shoot for the review here, counter it. Here's the counter to it. Here's the crush counter. Crush counter is all right, cool. You want me to review this, but I'm telling you now, the ad would be better. The reason is because if I do a review, I mean, people will watch it, yeah, because the Steam Deck, because that's trending, because people looking up Steam Deck. But the branding, the marketing out there right now is JSOX.
1: And if your doc looks exactly like JSOX, You know,
0: but if I do a, a 30 to six, if you do a 30, 60 minute, 30, 30 to 60 second ad, then you can make money doing that. Don't take anything less than 200 for 30 seconds. If you don't want to shoot for a baseline price or pay promotion. And all it is is talking about their product showcasing it. I mean, look at Bill from NerdNest. He does it all the time with Ugreen and many other companies. You know, you got all the folks doing HelloFresh and whatnot, which I got I some HelloFresh campaigns coming up soon. Um, Make, get your money. Don't just rely upon this, this YouTube algorithm stuff for like, add revenue, get paid. And the reason I say that is because all that, that we do here, all this stuff, this takes time. It's not easy. A lot of us don't have a lot of time to do it, but if you like making content, cool, but get paid for it too. And if these companies think of it this way,
1: think of it this way. How much do you think it costs a company to send you a product for a review or free
0: versus getting a marketing team and paying for marketing and putting that marketing
1: out there? Now, if the business is smart. They will work with you. Pay you, send you the product, pay you to do
0: the sponsor 30 to 60 second ad. And they still don't spend anywhere near as much as they would with a marketing campaign. But they can get probably more traffic. Does that make sense to you guys? Like if they got a marketing budget of 150,000, most of these steam deck companies, accessory makers don't. On average, they probably have like 5,000 for marketing. But what happens if they give you like anywhere from 200 to $1,500? They save money. You get a product and you get paid, they get customers that will make up for whatever they're selling,
1: right? Win win. Get paid.
0: Don't just don't don't just do this for free. Because a lot of companies will take advantage of the fact that you are making free. What's up, Ranchi? How you doing? a lot of companies will take advantage of the fact that you are making content for them. Don't let these companies take advantage of you. Get your money, get paid. That's all I'm saying. If it's a hobby, cool. But I'm at a point now. How many damn docks do I need? I got a dock here, a dock at this station, a dock on that TV, a dock on the TV out there, a dock at the station out there. I don't need no more damn docks. They ain't doing nothing different. Only dock I want right now is that one that JSOX has somehow lost in the mail for the last two months. With a two terabyte SSD. Beyond
1: that, I don't. I'm, why am I going to review another doc? I don't, I don't need, I don't need another doc. Yeah. Uh, high t- yeah. It's been lost. Two months, two and a half months now. Yeah, that's my thoughts like uh, why
0: I don't need any more docs. They don't do anything different. They they all have the same basic functionality at this point. I can't as I can't really sell, sell anyone on it, but I can do ad. You can pay for the ad space. You're going to spend that money on marketing anyway. Don't let these companies use you. All right. So, uh, I covered a lot of ground. If y'all are enjoying this, make sure you like the video. So, uh,
1: you know, all that good jazz. What do you, what, um,
0: is there any questions you guys have? I can answer throw them out here. No, I don't care what it. And while we're doing
1: that, I want to talk about also some Steam Deck products. If I can move this over here without my computer crashing. There's some Steam Deck products that I've
0: had some interest in lately. Um.
1: See, I make sure this don't show my address. Damn,
0: it's out of stock. Ain't that anyways, I should, you know what? I slept on it. That's my fault. Let me share a screen real quick.
1: Um, Check this out. Don't mind what's in my cart, but this right here, I just missed out on getting this. This is only 30 bucks for the skin. And it's out of stock. I'm kicking myself because I could have got that. Okay, high tech low life. So, uh, ask a question.
0: How come? Oh wait, where my chat go? How come there's drama in every community? First with the YouTuber community, lol. Now the Steam Deck creator community is German, in the the youtuber community
1: right now um okay you want you, you want the you want the diplomatic answer or you want the 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 raw and truthful Check this out. This is a Steam Deck
0: knockoff for $28. I mean, a Steam uh, Kill Switch
1: knockoff. Shout out to uh, The Brink. uh, Games Reveal, he covered it. Um... Not trying to go for the not trying to go for the diplomatic victory here.
0: I wanna go Gandhi use uses nukes victory
1: here. <laughs> uh okay, so we'll 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 answer that. Okay. Honest the on, the honest answer is
0: this is the first time a lot of these people have ever had success in this type of avenue. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with, like getting famous or popular so rapidly, especially when it comes to being popular online. It's overwhelming for a lot of people. A lot of people, when it happens, it hits, they don't know what to do. They get, I, I, I use the example of
1: the YouTuber uh, Mad little pics. Do y'all know how he blew up
0: truthfully? It's not from his gaming coverage, it's because he him and many others opted on the Soldier Boy. Was it, a Soldier Boy game or Soldier Game console? That's how he blew up. Not you know, it wasn't a Switch content, it wasn't any of that. Cause his channel was okay at best. But then he started doing the Soldier
1: Boy stuff like you know, Review Tech USA, all of them. They blew up off of that. Controversy as Eric Bischoff, former
0: president of WCW, once said controversy creates cash. When it comes to the drama, first time a lot of these people are ever having a modicum of success. To the degree that they are. And the biggest thing when you look at it from a psychological aspect Oh yeah, I had to throw a re- wrestling reference in there. When you look at it from a psychological aspect, um, everybody, and, and this is the problem with with social media. But everyone wants to feel important. Everyone wants to be validated. And so, when these people start getting success, so they start growing they start feeling themselves. They feel validated. They feel important. They, that's why I say like, it's weird to me when I deal with YouTubers, content creators, and they got these massive ass egos in comparison to me dealing with actual freaking celebrities who may have an ego about themselves, but it's not as in your face as content creator. This is the first time they've, they've ever experienced that. And then when they're popular, it's like, Oh, I'm on top of the world. And then somebody else comes along and it gets to a point where they're like, they feel threatened. And they don't like feeling threatened. And when people feel threatened, people act all kinds of ways when they feel threatened. Or, you know, someone says something wrong to somebody. And then the other thing, too, that that's actually interesting. You can look at it from another perspective, probably a more positive perspective than I'm coming at it. Is cultural differences, right? So, y'all know I'm Hawaiian, Samoan, black, Dominican, right? Smidge of Japanese in there, too. But I grew up in Samoa. I'm from Samoa. I'm from Savai, right? Masula, Savai. And I grew up there. Then I came to the U.S. when I was seven. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. So I was like 15, 16. And from then I came out here to Hawaii and I've lived out here for over half my life.
1: So we have a culture out here. And when I deal with people from the mainland,
0: from international, a lot of stuff that they do can come off as, you know, As we say, the term we use out here is high maca or arrogant. You know, self-centered. So it can come off that. So a lot of people, it could just be how they approach things and they don't have a malicious intent. They just approach it poorly. That could be that. But then a lot of it, a lot of it's ego and money. Ego primarily. And feeling threatened that somebody's gonna take their money. That's what that is. Um, Steam Deck review and tips question says, Who are your top Steam Deck creators? Um, that I still watch now, post drama or, 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 <laughs> um, at the, at, I, I want to say this at the very top, the very, very, very top, um, Games Reveal, James, a.k.a. The Brink. We are one. Yeah. Um, that's my guy. Love, that. love him. Love his content. And I, I love his approach when it comes to stuff. You know, um, informative, entertaining, amazing community, amazing presence. He's an awesome person. I, I absolutely love him and I, I, I recommend y'all check him out. He's at the very top. Um, next up ETA prime, who is not really a steam deck specific creator, but I have followed ETA prime for so long. I just love the stuff that they do. Big fan of their stuff. Um, I would say retro game core. Cause they're also out here in Hawaii, but I'm a little bitter to somebody asked me, Oh, have you ever worked with the other Hawaiian content creator, retro, Russ, from Retro game core, you know, he's not Hawaiian. I was told that I'm not Hawaiian and I'm fucking Hawaiian. Like, yeah, uh, no. Um, I, retro, I would say retro game core, no shade to Russ, but my only thing with him is it, it feels too much like ETA prime. I can't view him as ETA Prime Light
1: in a way. Um, so yeah, games reveal ETA Prime, uh, gaming on Linux. I could say your player too, Josh. I know Josh
0: personally. But um I, I don't really watch this stuff, so no offense to him. I just I just don't. so yeah, uh ETA uh games reveal ETA Prime gaming on Linux. Uh do, 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 do.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's a Hulk Hogan situation.
0: The lot of the folks uh, with the drama. That's what it is. It's it's all ego.
1: Um what else y'all got? What else what else what else do you
0: have? Have y'all enjoyed this episode? Y- y'all enjoying
1: this this show? Oh, um, I hope you are. But yeah, that's that's uh that's just about the uh, the gist of it.
0: Now there's something that I am getting. Uh, I don't know why the lights on my keyboard turned off.
1: So I have something that's coming in the way. Um, where is it? Okay, so I'm going to share this screen. This is a
0: product that I'm going to be having sent here, uh, very, very, very soon the dock.
1: From you perfect. They actually reached out to me recently. And um Oh no, 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 that's no the high tech don't don't think that. Um those were the I think more
0: shots should clarify. The first those are the, the when I first started looking at other content creators, they were the first ones that popped up that I started seeing. And I just, I really, really liked them. But yeah, this is the, um, yeah, I do want to subscribe. Just play the video.
1: He doesn't want to play the video. Um, weird. So I believe this is what they're going to be sending me.
0: So all this is is a shell. It's got keyboard. You know, it's basically it looks like a laptop, but all you're doing is running your device, so your Android device, or whatever into it, and you get to basically take advantage of using the screen, trackpad, keyboard, and all that. So I'm going to be doing a video when I get this. And I'm going to showcase how you can use this with the Steam Deck because you can. Um, is it necessary? No, but still, you get a bigger screen, plus keyboard, mouse, and a battery, so you can charge it at the same time. So, my friend, Mister. Um, uh, ugh. Not Mr. Mobile, that's another one of my friends. Um, Juan now, a.k.a. some gadget guy, a good friend of mine, he actually did a video on this. And
1: I can... Yeah. So he did a, He did a video on it. And
0: yeah, it, this is cool. It's a cool device. I'm looking forward to showcasing it. So 60 hertz, 1920 by 1080, 14 inch screen, uh, IPS panel, you know, aluminum build. At the USB C for power and video output, mini HDMI, USB C for power delivery, TF card slot, as well as 3.5 millimeter heads, uh, headphone input. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait for that to come in.
1: This is going to be cool to use this.
0: Uh, see so yeah, all those content creators are at the top of their game. Yeah. You know what? And, and you know, I, I vibe a lot with, with, uh, games reveal, uh, uh James, AKA the Brink. This is a, we're very similar in the sense of like background mentality, how busy we are family life. Very, very similar. Love that guy. So a whole lot of heavy lessons in this. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't want to, I just, I knew I needed to speak on things and I wanted to talk about it and I didn't want to just be negative, even though for 40 minutes it was, but I wanted to turn around and talk about advice, you know, how to help people. At the end of the day, I want people to succeed. It's a great talking to me. Good show. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to see you come back around. We do this. uh, This isn't a regular episode because typically I do these episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Hawaii standard time. Uh, I'm doing it today mainly because I've got a buttload of stuff to work on. So I got to work on my review for tactics Ogre reborn for switch and for steam deck. Also Valkyria Chronicle, uh, Valkyria Elysium for steam deck or for PC. I'm working on a steam video for that, uh, games that I'm playing games that I picked up on sale, uh, holiday gift guy. I got stuff with Vitrix uh, that that came in. I got their, Fight stick that hasn't even been released. I think high tech, you, you've seen the video, uh, the post of that. Um, I, I've got a lot of projects in the pipeline that I've got to work on. And then tomorrow, um, what is it? Uh, Ruby, the Ruby Aerofell game that's coming and that's coming out next week. I have it, I've had it for several days. I got to work on a review for that. Um, I guess, uh, I got something special in the works collaboration between myself and way forward games or way forward technologies. So I'm working on that. And, um, tomorrow I'm doing for my main podcast, I'm interviewing, uh, one of my other friends that's with good vibes, gaming, formerly of game, game Explain, Um, so we're, we're doing a show tomorrow. So this will be the second person from uh from gaming from from um good vibes gaming that I'm gonna be having on the 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 channel on the podcast on the main podcast. So I'm I'm doing that tomorrow morning, and then um hopefully I can clear up everything and then have. You know the rest of the night to like because c- you know i, I want to spend more time with my family I, like i spend a lot of time with my daughters mainly because like I-, I watch her all day but i really want to be able to not have to work as much as i do i'm trying to get back to I- i'm actually trying to cut back on how much i'm covering for like the website uh, projects I'm doing for other companies, pay promotions, reviews, and all that. I'm trying to cut back on a lot of things because I want to be able to spend more time with my family. Um, especially my kids. And I, I, um, like I love what I get to do for a living, but sometimes it just becomes overwhelming. Especially when companies like Score Enix just drop stuff like crazy. Like you, we've had like a, a game every two weeks from them for the last two months, three months, four months. Um, and I'm kind of burnt out. I'm going to be honest. I know a lot of people, I, I don't know how many people here say like they're gaming more since they got their steam deck. I'm okay. I'm twofold on that. I'm yes. I'm gaming more since I have my steam deck because I'm getting more PC codes, but I'm also Gaming less because I'm not doing it for like recreation. Like right? when you're reviewing a game, it's like work you got to put in work, put in time, see things, document, it, make sure you put it in your review because people are going to be looking for that. They're going to be asking questions. So I try to make sure that I can cover all that. And honestly, I can't really tell you when the last time I actually played something that I was able to play for fun. Like if you look at the last several reviews that I've done between written cause I do written and video review for games. Last game I reviewed God of War Ragnarok. I did that. I did Sonic Frontiers. I did star ocean, the divine force. I did, um, call of duty. Modern Warfare 2, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Persona 5 Royal, two different, you know, Switch and Steam version, uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. What else? What else? What else? Nier Atom- uh,
1: Automata. Last of Us Part 1. Soul Hackers 2. That's just gaming.
0: They didn't talk about the monitors and laptops, desktops I've been reviewing, podcasts, Steam Deck accessories, all this other stuff. Like, I'm... And the games I play start to finish. Cause I try... I, I, I want them to be completed when I do the review. It's, it's so time consuming It's it's to a point that I kind of resent games being so long now because I'm like, my attention span is so all over the place now, especially with having an, an 18 month old. I have, i been getting sleep barely because honestly the only time I can work on stuff, if it's during the week, the only time I can work on stuff is when my wife gets home which is usually like between five and six o'clock at night. And I do family time. And then I'll probably start working on stuff maybe at like ten o'clock at night. Finish by maybe two or three o'clock in the morning. My toddler's up at the crack of dawn at six six o'clock, sometimes five thirty. So I I probably get two, maybe three hours of sleep. And that's during the weekday, weekends vary. They're kind of all over the place I can do the most work usually on the weekend, but like you know it, it's even in like with the games I'm covering I'm down to triple a games for the most part or for the majority and some double a games like a lot of indie games I get I'd rather just do like a video where I'm showcasing playing the game and <laughs> doing the dedicated review. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plus I had it, not only that. So, you know, we're only now settling in. We, we moved September 1st here and, um, and that's when we, we you know, sold the house, moved, got this condo,
1: moved in. Um, And then like trying to
0: go from a big house, you know, we love the house, big house. We had a big three bedroom house, you know, front back, you know, front yard, backyard, carport, all that cool stuff. And just ended up selling it. And now we've, we've got
1: a condo. I mean, we own it. It's just, it's smaller. It's nice. It's a lot smaller.
0: <laughs> you know, just trying to figure out where to put stuff. That's been tiring. Working around our taller schedule has been tiring. And, um, the lack of sleep, the like, the biggest thing, yeah, like I, I was sick. But between the move plus I got sick, I got, um,
1: I, I came down with, uh, pneumonia. And
0: that's the second time I've ever had pneumonia. So I had to deal with that. And honestly, if I were to talk about the analytics of my channel, opening up to you guys about that, coming out with pneumonia and being sick for the two and a half weeks that I was until I got better. This uh, middle is last week or this week. I, It hurt my channel. It hurt my YouTube channel. I went from gaining hundreds of subs, subscribers per day, thousands upon, you know, tens of thousands of views per day to this last week, I've had zero subscribers. And this goes back to what I said about the algorithm. When you're in it, you gotta stay in it. I, you know, instead of making Steam Deck focused content, which is one of the main things for this, this channel, I did do other videos, which did well, and it did okay, but not focusing on them as I should have, because I just didn't have the energy to pick up a product and do a video. Uh, my viewership fell off. So, you know, it, it's, it's work and you gotta, you, you gotta put in into work. You gotta stick with it. And when you're doing this as a full-time career, you don't get time to rest. You don't get, time. and this is for anyone who is looking to do this. It's a full-time career. I understand. Unless you get to a point where, you know, you're like a Deck Ready or uh, ETA Prime or Retro Game Core, any of those bigger names that can do one video a week or two videos a week or take time off or they have a dedicated community. You're not going to... Um, you you can't take the time off. You can't stop. You can get a video that takes off and if you don't follow up that video with something equally uh
1: within that same topic, it's going to hurt you. So, you you don't get that time off. So I know like a lot of people say,
0: "Oh, you should rest. I wish I could." I wish my toddler would sleep more. But I have to work. I have to work around her schedule. I have to work around my wife's schedule. I have to work around what I have. I have to schedule things out. Um, even this podcast, like this is an impromptu podcast, it has been going for like an hour and a, uh, almost two hours. And this is effect Honestly, I'm gonna have to stay up two extra hours at
1: work. You know, I, I mean, this Patreon.
0: Channel memberships and all that. But to be honest, a lot of people don't want to, a lot of people don't for certain creators. They'll do that. They'll sign up for it. Not everyone gets that luxury. I have some channel. I have like two channel members. I have a few patrons, but you know, it, I'm, I care more about the viewership, but if people want to support, cool. It, it's not necessary. But like those bigger channels, they have that dedicated fan base that will wait. I don't have that. Not for this. Not for you know, YouTube, Steam Deck stuff. So, here's what it is. All right. Um, any other questions before we wrap up this podcast? And
1: I, you know, I hale or get up on out of here. Any closing thoughts that you guys have before we go? If not, then, uh,
0: yeah. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's a Steam Deck, that's the phrase. <laughs> uh, and no, uh, the funny thing is you don't really want to be stuck just doing Steam Deck because there's gonna be times and you wanna do other stuff, but man, it is something else. It, okay, before y'all go, let me ask you guys a question. Do you like this style where I'm just, just unscripted, unfiltered,
1: keeping it, you know, keeping it 100. Do y'all like that? If so. If so, let me know, I mean we
0: and I'm down to keep it like a combination going back and forth between like you know we can do stuff like this so we can do it more unscripted, you know, like a weekly cooldown or or we can you know I can keep it like the other format, y'all let me
1: know, uh all that being said, i kept I keep you guys. See, my
0: kid's in trouble right now. <laughs> I can I can hear. Her. She acted up. It's time for me to. It's time for me to get up on out of here. Ho- hopefully, y'all enjoyed this. I kept y'all. I'll uh, catch y'all on the next one next week. Uh, Sunday will be the next episode, or not this, not tomorrow or today, the following Sunday. Um, we'll we'll do that. Probably be dropping the episode with uh. Uh, good vibes gaming midweek, but all that being said, stay tuned for more content. Like, share, comment, subscribe, share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Y'all want to support? We got pound, uh, channel memberships, we got Patreon early, exclusive, behind the scenes access to content. Also, if anyone's interested, I should have uh, talked about this last
1: announcement before we go. Um, we got official steam deck or or decked up uh clothing merch. Let me um let me full screen this. I should have announced this. We got a, a official merch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Let me get the screen. There we go. There we go. Official merch if anyone wants to pick it up. Completely
0: optional. We got merch. A variety of sizes, different colors. We got stickers. If y'all like stickers. You know, I coffee mugs in black and white and all other content as well. Other stuff you all to pick up that's available. I dropped a link. I catch y'all on the next one. Stay tuned, stay safe. And, uh, he's, it remind you of shoot interviews. <laughs> it really was. This is definitely a shoot. Uh, I catch y'all on the next one. Peace out.